Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together, Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 25 on page 369. Unto thee, O Lord, will I lift up my soul. My God, I have put my trust in thee. O let me not be confounded, neither let mine enemies triumph over me. For all they that hope in thee shall not be ashamed, but such as transgress without a cause shall be put to confusion. Show me thy ways, O Lord, and teach me thy paths. Lead me forth in thy truth, and learn me. For thou art the God of my salvation, in thee hath been my hope all the day long. Call to remembrance, O Lord, thy tender mercies, and thy loving kindness, which have been ever of old. O remember not the sins and offenses of my youth, but according to thy mercy think thou upon me, O Lord, for thy goodness. Gracious and righteous is the Lord, therefore he will teach sinners in the way. Them that are meek shall he guide in judgment, and such as are gentle, them shall he learn his way. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth, unto such as keep his covenant and his testimonies. For thy name's sake, O Lord, be merciful unto my sin, for it is great. What man is he that feareth the Lord? Him shall he teach in the way that he shall choose. His soul shall dwell at ease, and his seed shall inherit the land. The secret of the Lord is among them that fear him, and he will show them his covenant. Mine eyes are ever looking unto the Lord, for he shall pluck my feet out of the net. Turn thee unto me, and have mercy upon me, for I am desolate and in misery. The sorrows of my heart are enlarged. 
O bring thou me out of my troubles. Look upon my adversity and misery, and forgive me all my sin. Consider mine enemies, how many they are, and they bear a tyrannous hate against me. O keep my soul and deliver me, let me not be confounded, for I have put my trust in thee. Let perfectness and righteous dealing wait upon me, for my hope hath been in thee. Deliver Israel, O God, out of all his troubles. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the first book of Samuel. Now there was a certain man of Ramathiam Zophim in the mountains of Ephraim, and his name was Elkanah, son of Jerome, son of Elhu, son of Tohu, son of Zuf, an Ephraimite. And he had two wives. The name of one was Hannah, and the name of the other was Paniah. Paniah had children, but Hannah had no children. The man went up from his city yearly to worship and sacrificed to the Lord of hosts in Shiloh. Also the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, the priests of the Lord, were there. And whenever the time came for Elkanah to make an offering, he would give portions to Peninnah, his wife, and to all her sons and daughters. But to Hannah he would give a double portion, for he loved Hannah, although the Lord had closed her womb. And her rival also provoked her severely to make her miserable, because the Lord had closed her womb. So it was, year by year, when she went up to the house of the Lord, that she provoked her. Therefore she wept and did not eat. Then Elkanah, her husband, said to her, Hannah, why do you weep? Why do you not eat? And why is your heart grieved? Am I, not, am I not better to you than ten sons? So Hannah arose after they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh. Now Eli the priest was sitting on the seat by the doorpost of the tabernacle of the Lord. And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish. Then she made a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your maidservant and remember me, and not forget your maidservant, but will give your maidservant a male child, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life, and no razor shall come upon his head. And as it happened, as she continued praying before the Lord, the Eli watched her mouth. Hannah smoked in her heart, for only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore Eli thought she was drunk. So Eli said to her, How long will you be drunk? Put your wine away from you. But Hannah answered and said, No, my Lord, I am a woman of sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor intoxicating drink, but have poured out my soul before the Lord. Do not consider your maidservant a wicked woman, for out of abundance of my complaint and grief I have spoken until now. Then Eli answered and said, Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant your petition which you have asked of him. And she said, Let your maidservant find favor in your sight. So the woman went her way and ate, and her face was no longer sad. Then they rose early in the morning and worshipped before the Lord, and returned and came to their house of Ramah. And Elkanah knew Hannah his wife, and the Lord remembered her. So it came to pass in the process of time that Hannah conceived and bore a son, and called his name Samuel, saying, Because I have asked for him from the Lord. 
And the man Elkanah and all his house went up to offer to the Lord the yearly sacrifice and his vow. But Hannah did not go up, for she said to her husband, Not until the child is weaned, then I will take him, that he may appear before the Lord and remain there forever. So Elkanah, her husband, said to her, Do what seems best to you. Wait until you have weaned him. Only let the Lord establish his word. Then the woman stayed and nursed her son until she had weaned him. Now when she had weaned him, she took him up with her with three bowls, one ephah, a flour, and a skin of wine, and brought him to the house of the Lord in Shiloh. And the child was young. Then they slaughtered a bull and brought the child to Eli. And she said, O oh my Lord, as your soul lives, my Lord, I am the woman who stood by you here praying to the Lord. For this child I pray, and the Lord has granted me my petition which I asked of him. There I, therefore I also have lent him to the Lord. As long as he lives, he shall be lent to the Lord. So they worship the Lord here. Here endeth the first lesson. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 38th chapter, 38th verse of the 10th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. And Martha was distracted with much serving, and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore tell me to help her. Tell her to help me. And Jesus answered her and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. But one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen the good part, which will not be taken away from her. Now it came to pass, as he was praying in a certain place, that when he ceased, that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John has also taught his disciples. So he said to them, When you pray, say, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us day by day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who is indebted to us. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. And he said to them, Which of you shall have a friend, and go to him at midnight, and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves, for a friend of mine has come to me on his journey, and I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer from within and say, Do not trouble me. The door is now shut and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give to you. I say to you, though he will not rise and give to him because he is his friend, 
yet because of his persistence, he will rise and give him as many as he needs. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks it will be opened. If a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will you give him a serpent, serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? And it's a second. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Grant, O Lord, we beseech thee, that the course of this world may be so peaceably ordered by thy governance, that thy church may joyfully serve thee in all godly quietness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, 
in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of many adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. We begin First uh, Samuel today, and it begins with a familiar biblical theme um, oriented around birth and, and, and childlessness and, and a lack of either as in the older patriarchs, inability to give birth, or the lack where well, we, we just had with Ruth, the lack of a of a husband to bear to bear a son and heir, um, and we have a, a the theme again of of how um, the ordinary faithfulness of someone here, a woman again who trusts in God. Um, is rewarded with with God's action, and just as in the in the book of Ruth, uh, the the faithfulness of, of um, Hannah is history changing because as Ruth's faithfulness perpetuates the messianic line and results in King David, uh, so Hannah's faithfulness is going to result in Samuel, who's the great prophet who will who will work uh, be instrumental in the reform reform of the Shiloh Temple. Uh, where Eli is, which we're going to learn is pretty corrupt. So part of the irony of the story is that Eli pronounces that Hannah's prayer will be answered. The answer to that prayer is Samuel, who will grow up in the temple and, and, and oversee and pronounce the overthrow of Eli's regime. So it's sort of ironic there. So this, this, this theme of ordinary faithfulness, we're going to get, uh, we'll, we'll, tomorrow we'll get the song but we uh, of Hannah, which we're going to see a parallel between this story of Hannah and Samuel and the New Testament story of the birth of Jesus and the way that Samuel and Jesus both foresee or, or portend the overthrow of the existing corrupt regimes. When we move into the New Testament today, we have the, the, the well-known story of Mary and Martha, which is uh, an often misinterpreted story, often uh, there's the, you know, there's especially among some people, there's great sympathy for Martha. Well, she was doing all the work and Mary's just sitting there. And, but there's some important spiritual themes in the story that we should be aware of because there was no criticism of Martha's labor. It was a, it was a criticism in, in the text that says she was distracted with much serving. Distracted from what? Well, distracted from serving God. And she could have easily been um, attentive to um, joyfully serving, preparing a meal, having an attitude that said, hey, my sister gets to do what she wants to do, which is sit at the Lord's feet. I enjoy, I have a gift for serving. I will do this. I will give glory to God and, and could have done it non-anxiously and joyfully. Um, and it, it, um, it, it reminds me that that uh, that the um, there's a distinction that uh, Martin Laird, an author we read some of, makes between 
historically there's been a, a distinction between what we call the contemplative life and the active life. And in the history of the church, this was strictly a distinction between uh, monastic people and people who lived in the world with the preference for you know, contemplation in the church. Although in our modern world, our preference is certainly for the active. But Laird makes the point that the um, the distinction is not between the the contemplative life and the active life. It's the contemplative life and the reactive life. And it's possible to be active in the world, but to develop a contemplative posture that that seeks to orient life around God in all things. Uh, doing our work to the glory of God, being mindful of, of serving others in that work. And it's it's a struggle. There are distractions, but that's the spiritual life to resist those. So we want to focus on 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 the on the on the contemplative life, not not being reactive, not being drawn away from focus on God by various things like comparison. Oh, what's he doing? What's she doing? What do they have? And, and focus on just what God has given us to do and being being content with that. And the Lord's Prayer in the lesson today gives us the parameters, looking to give glory to God, looking, focusing on our own sins, asking for our daily bread and focusing on the work uh, that God has given us to do, how God's kingdom will come in our lives today and, and through us into the lives of others. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. Continuing with a prayer for all conditions of men. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace, and in the righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all, for thine inestimable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory, 
And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, Almighty God, that the words which we have heard this day with our outward ears may through thy grace be so grafted inwardly in our hearts, that they may bring forth in us the fruit of good living, to the honor and praise of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining us this morning. It's good to have you. I'm guessing we're all going to be actively contemplative. Thank you. <laughs> bye bye. Thanks, Deacon Bob. Thanks, Sister Skylar. Have a day, good. everybody. Bye bye. I can relate. Have a great have day. A good day. Bye bye. Great lesson.